Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So what I was thinking or what was going on in my brain there for a second is earlier this evening, um, because I had read a story to Cassie before she went to bed, um, Justin was saying something to me. Oh, of course, you know, like how husbands do, they kind of sometimes say lewd things, whatever. Right. And then of course (laughs) us who are so used to it, we just come up with shit in our head to say back. And I just started laughing. He's like, what's so funny? And I was like, well, I came up with a reply in my head, um, but it was in the form of Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I can't wait to hear this. So he was referring to something about basically BJ stuff, whatever, anyways. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, what, how do you, or what did, how did I go? I wish I had like wrote it down. Um, But it was basically something to the effect of, I don't know if that's what I think. Who knows? Your dink might stink because it's like, (laughs) I was referring to how hot it was today. And I know for a fact, because he works outside all the time, sweaty as crap. So yeah. Walls. What else do they call them? Swalls. Swass. Yes. Swalls, swass, swussy, swoops. (laughs) Well, swish, swish, swish. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, swoobs. I like swoobs. It's easy. <laughs> it's a swoobs kind of day. Oh, mm. hell yeah, it was. Heckin' hot every. A spit. Oh. Did you see the spit? <laughs> no, I did not see the spit. That's why I was confused. But yeah, so, anyways, hey, episode Hi. 27, Getting High with True Crime. What? Yeah, it's 27. So, my dyslexic brain. You didn't think we're on episode 72, did you? No. (laughs) Not even. (laughs) I mean, that'd be awesome, but. I said, I saw 29. I was like, we're on episode 30. No, in a few more episodes, we'll be there. That two turned up, that two, that six turned into a nine. Like when I was looking, that's my. Oh, that's some weird thing you got going on there. Oh, that's my brain. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So last week, last week was a a gooder. Well, not if you were shad, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It was it was definitely an interesting case. They this chopping things up. Yeah. So for this week, I decided I want to come back our side of the border. Mm-hmm. So we are, and you know, while I'm doing that, why not go for our home province? Hey, even better, why not go to like the city that we're just we north just look of? down the street? Yeah. Like in this story, the victim would have driven past me on a regular basis. Uh-huh. So, who knows? Maybe one day on a coffee break, I looked out at the highway, seeing cars go by, and maybe one of them had been her. It's no. it's a weird thought to think, really. It is a weird thing to thought. Hmm. <laughs> so, what did you smoke tonight? Or do you the remember? Usual. The Which... usual. It was it was probably purple Kush too. Actually, now that I think about it, it's the little the jar that I got 
that's got like two different kinds in it. Oh, the Something. one that's got like 60 days worth or like 60 mm-hmm. joints in it? 60 days worth. Okay, for, <laughs> so for normal, well, I'm not, I don't want to say normal people because normal people that smoke don't only smoke one, but. Um, what is normal? <laughs> okay, for people who will maybe new to smoking weed, mm. might be a normal once a day thing. True enough. Or once a week. That would last in the whole year. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. More than a have, year. Right? Yeah. Hundred bucks you could spend then. You only spend a hundred bucks on weed in a whole year? <laughs> right? Shit. Either you're <laughs> growing it. Actually, you can't even grow it for that cheap once you pay for all the stuff and the, the time yeah, of true. taking care of it. But yeah. If you do, if you do it properly. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I know. I go through more than that. But I just I did, yeah, it's the purple kush tonight tried it well because i've already tried the blue dream before blue Dream's one of my top faves um but yeah so the purple kush i got got myself stocked for a little while for that so nice yeah i got a new neighbor out at our campground oh yeah and um i like to like wander around <laughs> smoke a joint and wander around the park and i walk past the camp and he's like yo so you just like wander around, smoke weed all day. And I was like, oh, you got me nailed. And he's like, <laughs> it's my people. It's my people. And then he gets up and goes to his truck and comes back and gives me a half of nuggies and is like, here, try this. So it's pretty slick. That reminds me of like when my ex-sister-in-law just drunkenly trying to get into the backseat of her own car, but it's only a two-door car. So, you know, you have to climb over the seat kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like having struggling troubles. I'm like, for fuck's sake, just grab the seat. Like, cause she wouldn't unfist her one hand. And she's like, I can't, I'm holding stuff. And I was like, what are you holding? And she's like, oh, here, you, you can have them. I've had enough of these. And she literally drops a handful of mushrooms into my open hand. Nice. And I'm like, I just looked over at her cousin. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> we need to get her home. Right. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we got her home. And then you know what she did? She proceeded to literally go downstairs, change into bar star gear, and go, I'm walking to the bar. No. Yeah, I'm serious. So then her dad, my then father-in-law, um, Bill, rest in peace, uh, he uh looked at me and her cousin and he's like can can you guys please please just go watch her and make sure she comes home and i'm like yep okay <laughs> what season what season was this what do you mean what season oh like, like what time like... of year it was summer oh okay okay so she didn't put on her bar star and like just head out in the minus 40 oh god no no <laughs> we convinced her that we if as long as she was fine with her cousin driving the, her car then we would just drive her mm, okay so that was, that, very kind that of was the plan yeah <laughs> no it was a oh my god i've never had to babysit an adult before but holy shit i don't want to ever do that again at a bar because you don't get to have fun you get you don't uh-uh. get to be you have to be stone cold sober which mm-hmm. normally i don't have a problem with because usually when i went i was usually the dd anyway so i just had right. energy drinks but it was just like it was just not fun <laughs> No. at all i can't imagine it would be yeah but she made it home fine all in one piece all with her wits about her and whatnot so <laughs> you didn't lose she i didn't lose her from the mushrooms you didn't lose her <laughs> no i did i you know what i held on to those mushrooms for a long ass time and then ended up just throwing them away i never actually used them i have never done anything other than weed That's cool. <laughs> Just say it. You haven't lived, Linnea. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> no, we are a judgment-free podcast. That's right. Unless you're a criminal. No king shame. And then and then we'll we'll just shame the shit out of you. So Yeah, boo, criminals, boo. Murderers, yeah, don't, boo. don't do bad things. Okay. So I guess we might as well get into it, unless you have anything you want to talk about. What was your name again? My name? Mm-hmm. Linnea. With Oh, the host of getting high with true crime. I'm like, what are you getting at here? And then we have, of course, Melissa. 
Hi. Who's making fun of me because I am <laughs> lifted. Who are you again? What? Who? Me? What? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, we'll just be one of those annoying podcasts that ban- you know, put on all the banter that I see lots of complaints about. Not not us. Nobody's complained about us yet, but How like dare they? Other How podcasts. Very like, dare they. Yeah, like I know, oh God, who is it? Uh, and that's why we drink they get there's a anytime i see negative comments about their podcast it's because they talk too much they banter too much and you know what i listen to them all the time and you yeah like the banter they, they banter a lot but i actually enjoy that you want to know why because i've listened to these things for so long that they're so comfortable and honestly if i were to meet them i would feel like they're family mm-hmm. it's like when i got to meet mike from dark poutine i felt mm-hmm. like i was visiting cousins like it was like family right that's cool yeah so it's like you kind of get to know a little bit more about your hosts and how mm-hmm. weird and or unweird they are we're the weird ones in case anybody didn't figure that out <laughs> i wear it proudly yeah no shit like be weird <laughs> just, just be weird be at least that way you know you're not weird. you know you're not boring so no we're definitely not boring <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Okay, so today's case, episode 27, um, back here in Alberta, uh, we have the murder of Shannon Medill. So, and I I realize now that I didn't write where she was, but like from, she's in Calgary, they were living in Calgary. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon Medill was the youngest of three siblings. A very talented person from like the get-go like even as a child she was amazing um she played numerous instruments i do believe uh i heard somewhere it was like 15 different instruments or something like she was like so talented eh? very um but her favorite thing to do was acting so she always loved to be in the plays on stage performing for people yeah and she was also known to have a very attractive personality so people like to be around her. They wanted to be her friend and stuff. So at the age of 21, Shannon went to a party and met a guy by the name of Josh Medill. Uh, the two quickly fell for each other. And to everyone else, the two seemed to be perfect together. Like they were just meant to be. Shannon's family even welcomed Josh with open arms. And after two years of dating, the two finally got married. In a very small backyard ceremony. I think only their parents were really there for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they quickly moved into their own place. Uh, I should note here that it was well known that the couple had agreed upon having an open marriage. Okay, so Wikipedia states that an open marriage... Is, a dis- is described as a form of non-monogamy in which the partners of a dyadic marriage agree that each may engage in extramarital sexual relationships without it being regarded as infidelity and consider or establish an open relationship despite the implied monogamy of marriage. So they're in it, they love each other, they're whatever, but they also want the freedom to experience other, other things. People. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'm on, what was it? Uh, It was more, um, I was listening to an interview that uh, Nancy Hicks did on her podcast, Crime uh, Crime Beat. Beat. Uh, And she was actually talking to Shannon's sister, Erin. And Shannon actually talked about this part of their relationship. Uh, I mean, Erin talked about Shannon's relationship and how this all played out. She, uh, how does it? Um, Josh saw other women for certain things that mm-hmm. he didn't have with uh, with Shannon and Shannon had other relationships because she enjoyed the kind of like that thrill of the crush like the you know mm, the beginning okay. of a relationship right okay. but they still very much loved and cared for each other yeah. so it seemed to really work for them that's good yeah. um, I should also mention though that I did read on a couple different websites that the percentage of uh, these marriages that fail mm-hmm. is 92%. So it's a very high rate of divorce. That was the first thought that was in my head when you said that. I was like, and that's why most marriages fail in those 
situations. But there is 8% that this that works so they, good for them that they, they're good. I'd like to meet that 8%. <laughs> yeah, just ask them some questions. Just see What like, are you doing that's different? <laughs> like, how is this working mm-hmm. all the time? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're just more open people or they have no ounce of jealousy whatsoever in their bodies. Who knows? Also, I'd like to meet those people. Yes. So everything seemed perfect until December 1st of 2014. So on December 1st, 2014, Shannon's dad called her sister, Erin, very concerned about Shannon having missed having dinner with her older brother. Now, normally you'd be like, so what? She missed a dinner with her older brother. Well, her and her older brother were very much like two peas in a pod. Like they were like the bestest of buddies. They like everything. Like they might as well have been like twinsies. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it was kind of a big deal because normally she would at least let him know if she couldn't make it, but that didn't happen. So Shannon was very busy, often finding herself commuting between Calgary and Edmonton to attend various uh, auditions. So it wasn't uncommon for her not uh, for her family, not to hear from Shannon for a couple of days sometimes. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like, well, maybe she just forgot. And they kind of just, we're going to let this see, but we're like, we're going to start asking around, but you know, not, we're not going to freak out yet. Right. So Shannon's family began to call around, even calling her work and only to learn that Shannon had not been seen and there or had, oh, sorry. And had also missed a few commitments over the last few days. She had even missed her final callback audition for the lead role on a new TV show. Um, so, and that would be a big deal for Shannon because that was yeah. what she wanted. That is right. like, the gold star on top of the Christmas tree. Right. Yeah. Why, that was why her, I, yeah, her why did dream. I go to Christmas as a reference? That was weird. Anyways. We got some talking to do. <laughs> Apparently my brain's already thinking about Christmas. Yeah. Well, now the jingle bells is playing. Yay. <laughs> so Erin uh, tried texting her sister several times, but never did get any responses. And that was very unlike Shannon. At this time, Shannon's life was very busy with work. Um, so she was beginning to separate from her husband, Josh, too. So they were in the process of separating, but both still living in the same house. So, but despite this, the couple was still close. Aaron decided to text Josh to see if he had seen or heard from Shannon. She explained that she was worried about her sister and asked if Josh knew if Shannon was not okay. Um, Josh did reply that he had also not heard from Shannon for the last few days uh, either. He did say that he was still uh, her emergency contact, but that he hadn't been contacted for anything yet. He also mentioned that Shannon had been looking at moving to Edmonton as she had grown tired of the commute, as well as driving uh, what can be described as a road known for to be quite treacherous during the winter months. Yeah. That's like a terrible stretch of road. Yeah. Is it? Like, especially for some reason, right by my work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Right there. Exactly. Right there. Like, the I remember worst. a few years ago, it was every second day for like two months consistent mm-hmm. in that one like kilometer section. It was just a disaster. So always. Yeah. There's always something piling around there. Yeah. Uh, so despite the pair's split being a mutual decision, they tried to best give each other their space. So mm-hmm. if he was home, she was generally elsewhere. If she was home, he was generally elsewhere. Okay. Yeah. But if she was going to leave, she would always make sure to leave him a note on the whiteboard that they had. Mm-hmm. So still shows that they kind of cared about each other, right? Yeah, enough to communicate that. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. So Josh told Aaron that he hadn't seen a note this time. He also told Aaron that he had discovered Shannon's phone, noting that there were several missed texts and calls. He let Aaron know that he would uh, hold on to the cell phone and answer any calls just in case one of them was Shannon trying to call her own phone. And her sister, Aaron, agreed that that would probably be a good idea. Wow. A little messed up and it's like every time this isn't the first time i've gone over the story like researching it i've researched it before and each time it's like you're expect hoping for a different outcome mm-hmm. so what happens and the whole time you you know 
who did it, but then you, you when you reread and re-research and re-listen, you're you're not expecting it. Yeah. Again, you know what I mean? Yeah. If any of that makes sense to you, people out there. Yeah. <laughs> he was so deceitful (laughs) and they like 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 a good narcissist oh yes like super good clearly Mm -hmm. so at this point shannon's sister phoned the police and reported her as missing um after describing what she described to the police the police did uh, a public plea so a press conference asking for the community's help in the search, asking for people to come forward with any tips that they might have. Um, Shannon's family and Josh were also at the press conferences. Um, there were multiple. Uh, Aaron did most of the speaking and answering of media questions, um, but there were times that other members of the family did talk as well. I don't remember if Josh did or not, though. Yeah, he apologized, I believe. Did he ask for her to try to come home? Um, so what he, he, he said he failed her. Wait, is that right? No, sorry. Yeah. Do you want me to read what he said? Sure. Okay. So <clears throat> he was given the chance to address the court and he apologized for the pain he caused. I'm no, very no, no. So- I'm oh. talking the press conferences. Before. Oh, no, sorry. No. Yeah. When she's still, still missing. I can't remember if he spoke at any of those. You know how usually the spouse will plea for their safe return, or yeah, we just uh, just let us know you're okay, whatever. No, it doesn't seem like there was anything. It was I sis- don't it was think her sister. Yeah, it was Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So Aaron made a plea to the public and to Shannon, just asking for knowledge that Shannon was safe. Right. So, yeah. So months went by with no clues about Shannon, and when the weather warmed up. They searched parks, they searched the rivers, they, everything. And at one mm-hmm. point, um, they ended up really thoroughly searching one park because somebody had found pictures of what looked like a dead woman, and, and but the head was down and her hair kind of looked like Shannon's, like they were mm. concerned. So they suspected that maybe that was oh something in the park yes so they tore that park apart no it turned out it was just kind of like a hoax a fake thing yeah messed up right that's totally fucked up yeah yeah so still can't find her but um yeah so they searched everywhere no signs of shannon were found um so we'll travel a little bit back in time earlier so it's kind of to go over why they were separating Mm -hmm. So a little, where are we at? Shannon, back in 2014, so earlier in 2014, Shannon had some problems arise with her health and Josh and her ended up arguing about how to handle the situation. I wasn't, not, it didn't tell me what but the health problem. issues okay. were. Yeah. Okay. So during the fight, Josh said, Josh said that he wanted a divorce. They did make up after and Josh did say later that he didn't really want to be divorced. So the two decided to close their relationship so they could focus on just them as a couple. Uh, This was harder for Josh as he had a girlfriend at the time that he really liked. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a harder thing for Mm -hmm. him to do. So not long after, of course, Shannon discovered that Josh was still secretly seeing said girlfriend. Great. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, he's doing it behind her back. So of course Shannon felt betrayed. Of course. Yeah, and she like and, well because he agreed to closing off the relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a that's one of those. If you're gonna do that, you both have to be in it. <laughs> yeah, you have or to be it's not fully gonna work. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't be where yeah. one of you decides to close off, and the other one's like, "Oh no, but I'm still open." No, mm-hmm. that's not how that couple thing works. Mm-hmm. Or at least, well. They're, that's why 92% don't make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is what they're saying was the cause of the divorce then? Is him sneaking behind? Yeah. With this? Okay. Yeah. So Shannon shared her concerns because, I mean, it's open, right? Right. So, like, hey, yeah, you can go do this dude, mm-hmm. but, like, you still got to let me know that you did this dude. Like, yeah. you've got to be open. Yes. <laughs> yeah so shannon shared her concerns with her sister about her career and not moving forward 
um they earlier they had talked about these issues she was having with josh Mm -hmm. um shannon did tell her sister that she said that if she didn't make it in the industry soon so like Mm -hmm. get that big role she would go back to school to learn a new career like obviously it wasn't panning out time to think of something different yeah she's driven ready to make a pivot exactly most people don't know or can't can't do that i still don't know that i'm like only 27 plus 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 (laughs) 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 oh (laughs) yes yes so case but little did either of them know that would be the last time the two sisters would talk with each other Mm. so jump back ahead now by may of 2015 there still hadn't been any signs of shannon so quite a few months a new detective detective wit uh took over the investigation uh she worked in the missing persons department but had a history of also working in the homicide department in her past so she's kind of like she's got all the the knowledge that she really needs to right be best suited for this case mm-hmm. um uh wit reviewed the case and began to suspect that shannon hadn't just left um and that it was more uh more suspicious as there had been absolutely no activity of any sort electronically on any of shannon's accounts right so whether it be any social medias if she had those emails there's no nothing at all nothing showing anything yeah yeah and if she left you'd think there'd be something well there'd be something anything and i know if i was gonna leave i'd take my phone with me well, and appara- depends, apparently her purse why you're leaving. <laughs> her her purse and that was still at home too so i mean for me that's an instant red flag we've listened to enough true crimes to know yeah that yeah especially a woman a woman does not leave her purse and that alone unless she is fleeing for her life yeah right yeah so that's oh, true yeah uh so detective wit started going over everyone who had any connection whatsoever to shannon so family friends josh even josh's girlfriend so and whenever he was uh josh was questioned josh would always cooperate and never caused any issues so he wasn't a red flag he even allowed yeah he even allowed police to search the home on two separate occasions and he was cool with that like he was calm as a cucumber like just didn't even matter cool as a cucumber not calm as a cucumber jesus sorry jesus. i would have said this i heard that yeah it knows it. so did jesus <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, watching you yeah so he allowed the police to search the house um yeah so b- police determined that after 12 30 a.m on november 27th on 2014 there was no more signs or as they call it footprints of life for shannon so they're pretty sure she ceased to exist as a living person as of 12:30 a.m. Right. Uh in May of 2015, police got another search warrant for Josh and Shannon's home. Something must have come up to lead them more to try and look again. Right. Um when Detective Witt and another officer knocked on the door, Josh refused to answer it. He was yes. home, just refused to answer the door. Uh, eventually after a while, and I think it was quite a while, like a couple hours, I think they were able to make contact with Josh through the phone. Uh, it was then that Josh confessed to detective wit that he had killed Shannon. Like he just blurted it out. Maybe he finally got the best of him. Maybe. I, well, that's a long time to hold on to something so insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Josh. Yeah. So he confessed to uh Detective Wit, but he still refused to leave the house. Like he just kind of kept apologizing and just avoiding mm-hmm. coming out. Um after almost an hour and a half, they were able to convince Josh to come out of the house. When he did, he was covered in blood after having tried to cut his own neck. And in one of the interviews between him and Detective Witt that I listened to, 
he uh he basically said that the reason why he was stalling so long on the phone was that he was in his own words i was waiting hoping i'd bleed out before mm-hmm. you come in he was trying to finish himself off before yeah yeah except yes. that he really sucks at that <laughs> because Aww. he thought he had cut enough and that he legitimately thought he was bleeding out no it just made a cut on his neck it it needed two stitches just two stitches and he was fine like he was released from hospital the next morning so anyways he was taken into uh to custody and taken to the hospital for treatment uh he stayed the night um and then they arrested him officially the next day and brought him back to police headquarters so it was in the it was then that Josh decided he didn't want to confess anymore. Okay. I'm oh, not take dead. it all back. I'm not dying, so therefore I'm not gonna say shit. It was a Swiss Army knife. Did you say that? Uh, no, knife. I didn't say that, but uh, I'm not sure what he used. It was a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> a small Swiss Army knife. I mean, okay, if you're gonna off yourself, there's there's more efficient ways of doing it but please don't off yourself like don't listen to me right now <laughs> at all okay anyways okay. uh josh was then interviewed by a different detective and this detective uh did let josh know his rights and that anything he said could be used as evidence in court uh josh uh did tell the detective that he had talked to his lawyer and his lawyer had advised him not to talk but despite that, he still did talk, didn't he? Yep, he kept talking, telling the detective about his childhood. Do you have information on that? I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. Was it interesting? Not really. Oh, okay. It was, it was boring. Probably why I didn't write it down. Anticlimactic? Perhaps. Very, very okay. anti. It's like flat, like just. There's no V in that story, eh? All right. not, not really like there's there, there's nothing really to note that would lead would, okay. to this anyways it's so. a pretty normal yeah childhood. Okay. i would consider it pretty normal um but so after like the detective let him kind of ramble on for a while um but eventually the detective brought the conversation back around to shannon informing josh that he knew shannon was dead mm-hmm. and that he was sure josh was responsible Josh didn't say a word. Um, after many hours, Detective Witt took over the interrogation, but despite her efforts, because she was hoping because he had talked to her before that he would do so again, mm-hmm. um, she wasn't able to get him to talk. Uh, so they decided to let Josh sleep because it had been quite a long day. Uh, Detective Witt had a mattress and blankets brought into the room for him, and they let him sleep for about eight hours. Um, but before she left the room to let him sleep, she did inform him that they had cadaver dogs going over the property. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I just want to go back just for a moment to the press conference. He was there. Yeah. He was there with them. He was, he like, was standing there, but he didn't, yeah, he didn't say anything. It's yeah. Just, he appeared briefly in court at shows. So, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so when they woke him up, they showed him a picture from their search. They had found Shannon. The detective did tell Josh <laughs> that the police knew. Sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because Melissa's letting in the cat. <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I was, I, I was reading and then I started to laugh because just you ushering the cat through the door like, come on, asshole, get in here. So then I, I I apologize to everybody. I'm not laughing at this so that I'm reading. I am laughing at that. So, okay. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, sorry. Sorry for yeah. the distraction. Yeah. So <laughs> the detective did tell Josh that the police knew he was responsible for her death. Okay. So police had found Shannon on Josh's property, uh, meaning she had been there the entire time they had been searching for her. The entire time. They were so close on so many occasions. It's not even funny. He just kept getting away with it. Yeah. <laughs> a few a few hours later, a different detective came in and took over. And this detective tried to get details from Josh on what had happened. And I believe it was this detective. I can't remember his name. Um, he was 
like well seasoned. He mm-hmm. he was really good at getting like getting details and information from these guys. Right. So Josh finally opened up. Uh on November twenty sixth, so according, this is all according to Josh. On November twenty sixth, two thousand fourteen, Shannon was in the process of moving out as she had received a job offer for a position in Edmonton. So, and that's closer to where all her auditions were. So she was wanting to go there. Um, She was watching TV just after midnight. So now we're rolling into the 27th. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josh came home after a nice night out with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, He told, uh, he also told the detective that he had asked Shannon if they could have angry makeup sex. To which he said Shannon had agreed. So they did. And Josh said that they had been having rough sex. And then he offered to switch it to more of making love instead. And Shannon, confused, told Josh she thought he wanted breakup sex. She thought he she he said mm-hmm. breakup, but right. he had said makeup. So they're thinking two totally different things, right? Right, and she's getting mad. Yeah. So she got angry and then they got into an argument um, over it. And uh, he, uh, Josh said that shed Josh, Jesus, sorry, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Josh said that Shannon had uh, said started to say a lot of hurtful things to him. Um, a couple of which were things like she'd wish they were never got married, um, that she didn't need him, she could have got all this stuff on her own, like oh. just like all the feelings were coming out, right. Yeah, uh, it was at that point that Josh put a hand over her mouth because he wanted her to stop talking. Um, and he didn't let her talk anymore. Shannon bit Josh and then started to scream. Good for her. Yeah. Done the same thing. <laughs> it was at that point that Josh put his hands around her neck and started to strangle Shannon. Josh told the detective that his hands got tired, so he used his belt to strangle her. Wow yeah so he did not sleep that night good i wonder why um and said he ended up going into work instead so just leaving her there i'm assuming wherever they were whether it was a bedroom the living room whatever so she's just there um uh he didn't want to lose uh shannon he had wanted to keep her for himself so he kept her there on the property for the entirety of the de- investigation. Wow. My head, my head's like, what? How? Why? What? Yeah. So the previous searches had been of the interior of the house. Uh, the exterior had not been searched. So Josh had kept Shannon's body in a plastic tote on the back deck for most of that time. Like wow. 98% of that time. In a plastic coat. Her, her sister had been standing right next right to next her to body her. at points. Like, how fucked up. I couldn't just picture her, like, yeah. in my brain, her spirit, like, I'm right here. Like, no shit. Um, like and he says like he that he loved her and he cared for her and he didn't want to let her go. Well, is that how you treat the person you love and care about? Like she hurt my feelings, so I strangled her. Is that what we're allowed to do? No. Damn it. No, we are not allowed to strangle people. <laughs> for hurting my feelings? Yeah. My one single feeling. <laughs> Your one single feeling. <laughs> um so two weeks prior to the police coming this last time um he had buried shannon in the yard um and there were reports that neighbors had seen him digging a hole but they just thought he was doing some yard projects or you know whatever putting in new flower beds things like that um you can see where i think where she is was in the pictures i think so there's like yeah you can tell they're Oh, yeah sad. so yeah so she was there for the last two weeks um 
and what he did with the tote was he just actually drove to a completely different part of the city and dumped it in a dumpster somewhere. So it's gone. That's gone. Yeah, and has no ties to him. Mm-hmm. So uh the part that disturbed people the most was the fact that josh had been able to hide this for so long acting completely normal the whole time uh even standing with her family as they pleaded to the media for shannon to come home he told the detective that he never wanted her to leave so when it came to trial there was no trial josh pleaded guilty to second degree murder um as it wasn't premeditated, it was completely a crime of passion, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he received life in prison with no chance of parole for 10 years. So we're like, he's still got a couple, four years left or so. Mm, no. It was, 20, it was 2017 it was, that he was, or does it go back to no, when it? It goes, it, well, 2015 was when he was detained. He, he wasn't um, charged or have his, yeah, charged, not charged. His, no, he was charged, but it would hearing. have been whenever they, yeah, the hearing probably was a few months after that. So. It was 2017. They waited that long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, that's fucked up. That is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, so fucked up. What, um, yeah, so 10 years and no no parole for okay. He only got 10 years. Is that right? Is that what you said? No, he got life. Life, but parole but no, after 10. Possible. Yeah, he, possible parole after 10. Mm-hmm. Great. Yes. Would he be uh we'd probably be here in drum, eh? Uh could be drum. Or Bowden. Could be even Bowden. More Fort Sass. I guess there's a few, isn't there? There there's quite a few. Like there's one up by Peace River too, and like I used to drive by that one all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's right along Shaftesbury Trail, which follows the the Peace River, and it's a really beautiful drive. Like mm-hmm. there's some beautiful houses and farms out there. So i you know, if I was bored, there's not a lot else to do in Peace River. So like you know, you'd do a loop. You'd go for a ride, yeah. Sean around, and it was mm-hmm. fun. See the prison. Yeah, drive by the prison. Flash the inmates as you go by. There's actually signs on either side. I think two kilometers. No stopping. Way. It says, "Do not pick up hitchhikers." Yeah, because chances awesome. are they're probably not hitchhikers. They're probably escape criminals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Yes, yes, it is. Don't stop. Don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah. Just don't pick up hitchhikers. Um. Ooh, I checked our downloads. Yes, we're at eleven hundred and two. Yay! Good job. So, doing do that draw on the twenty third. So far, I only have two people who have entered, so your chances of winning are very high. <laughs> Still only two? Still only two, yeah. Jackie so we'll being have... one of them? Uh, maybe. We'll have to make sure I she think does. so. I think it was her and then uh, a friend of mine, her daughter, actually. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> She's an adult. She's an adult, everyone. Don't worry. Yeah, you have to be 18, 19, yeah. 18. We're in Alberta. Our law is 18, so you have to be 18. Yeah yeah so that being said i'll i'll we got to reshare we'll reshare the thing and get it out there again like repost it but um on the original post just go to it you just have to like our page i think like the post and then tag a friend that you think would like our podcast Mm -hmm. and then also you have to say either like your favorite true crime or story or um one that you would like to hear about mm-hmm. basically just throw a true crime story in there it helps if it's one that i haven't said on the show yet just because then that helps me out just saying but then that gets <laughs> yeah. you that Unless gets you it's in. one of their favorites linnea well yeah okay then by all means say hey the way you told this one was great Mark Twitchell. we have to revisit that when we uh-huh. talk 
yeah we gotta have your friend on the show there we have a few things to talk with her about in fact (laughs) my god (laughs) the fact that somebody i mean like they say like in a lifetime how many people are you gonna walk by that probably murdered people i can't remember i can't remember what that is there sort of is it it's like a statistic it's like what is that in a life in your lifetime how many murderers can you walk past or something like that i don't know this is where we need joe rogan's jamie guy because he's really good at googling shit on the fly terrifying but true 10 facts anywhere to 25 to 50 serial killers are walking around the u.s right now you will walk past 36 murderers in your lifetime yes yes so the fact that she knows of two that's messed up (laughs) one of which she went to school with and she met the other one and she She met the other one in tenant in their apartment Mm -hmm. yeah so she 36 go- yeah i know isn't that fucked up oh that's that is like terrifying what that's i wonder if you could walk past all of them in the same year just walk through a prison <laughs> well I, I, I don't think that counts i think that's one of those junk statistics like data they throw out <laughs> Because it's too, it'll mess up the bell curve of that or whatever. I'm just throwing out words. Words? I'm just saying (laughs) words that I remember from school. (laughs) That was fucking amazing. (laughs) Oh, there's like our whole Reddit thread here. I've met at least one. I've known two personally. Eight serial killers. Personally, no one. Well, I know someone who killed someone. Yes, you do. And we still need to discuss that at some point. Relationship with them for a period of time. Before they did this? After. Oh, after they did this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so about that. (laughs) We'll talk about it. Yeah, well, I'll have to talk about my Peace River story. My Mm -hmm. my experience first moving to Peace River and the manhunt that was involved ish sort of oh i actually i know too you know too a family member of mine is rumored to have in um the olden days of olden times yes took someone out in a bar fight oh mm-hmm. hmm. yeah that's the rumor knowing the person and what I know about them now before they were yeah I could see it so yeah uh-huh. yeah see when I first moved to Peace River uh I think we we hadn't even been there for like very long I think we were only moved in for like because we were staying with um a friend of Justin's mm-hmm. we were staying at his place and we had only been there for maybe like three four days like justin was full-on into work already Mm -hmm. so i was home by myself with my oldest and his friend our roommate uh he was working oil field so he's on like two weeks on whatever and he wasn't home yet and i already had their police knocked on the door and they're like do you know this person i'm like no and they're like oh his last name's this and i'm like no Nope, still don't. <laughs> well, this is his house. And I'm like, what? <laughs> because I had been introduced to him by his name he goes by, which is not his legal first name. And I did not know what his last name was yet because literally I had just moved there. Oh, whoa. So I'm sure I looked like the greatest person and not suspicious whatsoever to the police. But they didn't seem to care. But they did inform me that somebody our friend knew um mm-hmm. had escaped prison was a very violent criminal <laughs> and oh, maybe in, in the area mm-hmm. oh my god yeah so that was Did my you leave? um I, I i immediately called justin and i was like um i'm gonna go to my mom's for the mm-hmm. weekend at least and 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 yeah and he's like good idea <laughs> great idea 
yeah because mom was only in Bellevue so just like just under two hours away so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I didn't tell my grandparents who also were there why I was staying because <laughs> I didn't want them to freak out mm-hmm. mom knew mom knew why but yeah that's enough <laughs> yeah they eventually <laughs> caught the guy it ended up in a shootout and stuff but yeah it was it was pretty intense for a while so um my one of my brothers worked with Brock Myrell the RCMP that was killed in Marathorpe oh okay yeah, yeah. so we uh, we know someone I guess Fuck, yeah. that's it's weird Alberta has its own true crime history that's for sure quite a fast one actually yeah there's some some pretty intense ones actually we'll do some like old westy kind of stuff i have to find some of that stuff it's harder to research some of that stuff (laughs) true we don't have the same technology we used to have in the olden days where we could just go to the library and pull up a newspaper wait well the thing is some of those newspapers are all online now like even some of the old ones they've they oh from the archives the the fishies on but to try and find them it's like i'm not that's researching like old newspaper stuff is not my forte Mm. so if anybody wants to volunteer and help me research stuff i will gladly let you (laughs) um but or you have to pay subscriptions to a lot of these things and i'm like i'm not there yet no no we need income yes yes so buy stickers we have stickers we have pins we have things yeah join us i still have to post the link for my notebook my my published notebook you can get <laughs> i still gotta make that other one i'm immortalized on a book cover you will Thank be you. well i made the cover <laughs> i just haven't published it yet but uh the the beaver and your comment is making its form into a notebook happy so. has been immortalized i love it yep (laughs) it'll be great um from my brainy brain yes but yeah so reach out to us you can send us your stories of i got way too high or just funny just funny stories it doesn't even have to be like if it's something that you know will make us laugh our asses off because we are lifted send it um, you can reach us at getting high with true crime at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook at getting high with true crime. Um, that's the page. Or join the group, getting the high podcast. with true crime podcast. Um, we're a very friendly group. Anything goes, except just don't get our group banned from Facebook. Anything but bullying. Yeah. And being and, a general dink. Yeah. Punch you. No rude. It's just a place of no judgment yes be nice be nice be lifted be happy it's great it'll be a great place Mm -hmm. and then yeah so then then the giveaway please please enter because right now your chances of winning a prize are well one in one in two one in two (laughs) (laughs) you have a 50 chance chance. (laughs) yeah yeah and then of course for you non-partakers i will have make a gift thing for you as well if you win instead and then we'll either split up the gifty bag of the weedy stuff for ourselves or i'll save it for other things <laughs> for ourselves <laughs> i don't know i kind of want to try that it. that glass blunt it looks pretty good oh i have one i'll bring it over oh it's not the same no Wait. this this one's different yours is fancy that's right yeah Fancy schmancy. <laughs> Fancy. Well, Shannon, Madil, 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 rest in peace. Yep. And wow. Yeah. Josh, don't be stupid. Get a grip, dude. Yeah. Just because someone said no to you or said something you didn't like doesn't mean you get to fucking murder them. Exactly. Oh. Like, obviously he didn't hear that that thing where he's like if you love something something let it go yeah yeah he did he did the opposite and it's like dude not no not cool didn't work (laughs) did not work not even a little bit Mm. 
Well, thanks, friend. Yes. Thanks for being here and helping me ramble through this one. <laughs> it was good. This is a good one. I mean, it yeah. wasn't good. It's never good. No, it's so. never good, but it's an interesting one. It's stupid things fall out of my mouth all the time. Can't That's stop okay. them. Nope. <laughs> they just happen. They just I'm like, happen. oh, there it is. It fell on the floor. <laughs> like, oh. I said that out loud, didn't I? Damn it. Because, <laughs> like, Justin used to say the weirdest shit when we were first got together. And he'd be like, oh, did I say that out loud? And I'm like, you totally did. That was, like, his thing was, like, did I say that out loud? Oh, no, that came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So we're used to talking to ourselves, right? <laughs> I guess. You're not normal if you don't talk to yourself. Yeah, just ask my math teacher, my grade. Oh, what grade was it that she laughed at me about it? It was grade 11. Oh, no, maybe it was grade 12. I was sitting there doing math. And I, I always end up sitting in the front. I don't know why. I think it's because I actually enjoyed math. Mm. But um, I was sitting there and I was arguing with myself, <laughs> trying to figure out this problem. And I didn't realize I was actually talking out loud. Oh, no. <laughs> it was... <laughs> she come over she's like oh are you having a bit of trouble I'm like oh how did you know and she's like you're arguing with yourself out loud <laughs> and I'm like oh yes I I need help with this part but I was yeah. like oh yep argue with myself out loud <laughs> well at least she heard you and came and asked if you needed anything <laughs> I mean I think I still talk to myself at work once in a while but like where did you put that oh you idiot and then it's like just the inner monologue but it's vocal <laughs> it's not That's inner it's more outer outer yeah it just falls out totally it happens yep it happens. <laughs> i had to laugh this week it's been kind of funny uh our general manager he's from across the pond he uh makes fun of me now because he i he's like how come every time you, i come up to you you always push your forehead and i'm like well, I have a Bluetooth headband, right? And the controls are right oh. here on my forehead. So I hit pause so I can stop listening to the murder and listen to him talk. <laughs> and so now every time he walks by my desk, yes. he's always like, he, he looks at me, he's like, doink, and pokes his forehead and keeps walking. That's hilarious. <laughs> Name 10 chocolate bars. Stop turning the music on and off. <laughs> Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny. Or there's the times if I wear my hair completely down and then I wear my earbud one because I don't, I can only wear it in the one ear because my date is still healing in the other ear. Um, but my hair will cover it. So I'll be like sitting there and like somebody will like Justin will phone me. And so I'm talking to him because it it's Bluetooth and people think I'm talking to myself, but having like a half conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get the chicken. Yeah. No. Yeah. Your socks? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Or, or, or it'll be because oftentimes he's complaining about traffic or, or something. And I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me? They just turned in front of you and then you can just see people look at me like, what? <laughs> Who turned in front of you? I'm over here. <laughs> what the hell is she talking about? And I'll be like, Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. So reminder from my watch that I found. Yay. Finally, it's only been how long? Like six weeks. I carried it back and forth with me in my toiletry bag for six weeks. Looking for it everywhere except but, the toiletry bag. But see, the thing is, I do use the toiletry bag, just I use a different pocket that I don't normally put stuff in other than hair ties. Oh, and those are like the backup hair ties if I run out of hair ties from the other pockets. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. The brain and the braining. Yes. Not connecting. No. <laughs> it happens a lot. I pulled the whole trailer apart. Yeah, I remember you told me about that. But then my parents came and I pulled it all apart again. And I was like, this is insane. And then you know, you need to find my phone thing or whatever app. It's like showing 
the last place the watch was was at the trailer and i'm like see it's here somewhere <laughs> now when i went there was your toiletry bag the one hanging yeah i kept looking at it for some reason like i kept getting drawn like pulled towards it for some reason and i was like what do you bet her watch isn't there somewhere is what i kept thinking but i never did anything about it you never said it out loud <laughs> nope. I just figured you probably already checked it a million times. No, because I didn't flip it around because there's pockets on the backside as well. Maybe I'm psychic. You Well, you are. You but do like, know shit. But only at like weird times and never when I really need it. Like, um, the same with me. The same, same, same. Johnny, well, why do you know that? Why don't you know the lottery numbers? Because <laughs> it's not how it works. Because <laughs> if, if the my guiding angels wanted me to know the winning lottery numbers so I could live in bliss without having stress and panic attacks, yeah, they would show me. But apparently I need to learn something from this. I've learned fucking enough, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yes. Oh, oh, that's a good shirt. I might have to buy a shirt like this. Roses right. are red, people are fake. I stay to myself so I won't be on the first 48. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that show, by the way. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I do too, actually. I think yeah. I've watched pretty much every episode there is. Cool. Usually I'm watching that while I'm working on puzzles now. Oh, well, oh okay. Just well, put on that. Well, because before I would be like, It'd be like first 48 or uh, X-Files. And what I would do is I'd roll one of those like dice you played Dungeons and Dragons with. Yeah, to choose. Yeah. And if it was even, it was X-Files. There you go. And if it was odd, then it was the first 48. Or, uh, well, before the first 48, I was watching shit. What is that show? I love that show. It's the one that had Shamar Moore on it. Criminal Minds. Oh, Criminal Minds. Yeah. yeah. I watched all of those. And then when I was caught up on all of those, then I watched the first 48. Mm, okay. But yeah, so I'd roll the dice like a total nerd. And then I'd. I love that for watch. you. I love that for you. It only makes sense. I have a set of dice. They look like they have blood splatter on them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in my backpack. I carry them around with me all the time. So I should use them to make life decisions when i can't make up my mind like if somebody asks me what do you want for lunch i'll be like subway or something did you freeze or are you just holding still i think you froze melissa froze <laughs> she's this is weird <laughs> why are you frozen Hello, Melissa. I kicked the fucking power cord. <laughs> oh, she turned off her power. Oh my god. Can you click the okay? We're gonna FaceTime Melissa here for a second. Oh, she jumped off. <laughs> so yeah, I'm still recording, by the way. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know the funny part is on my end you literally were frozen with your arm up above behind your head and it, <laughs> with this creepy look on your face and you're just staring at me <laughs> oh my god yeah look at this uh, yep oh my god well at least the recording got done yeah <laughs> and we're still technically recording and i think i'm gonna keep this in the episode is that still record me? <laughs> um, no, but your voice is because I'm holding it up to the microphone. Oh my god, Linnea, that's amazing! <laughs> How I went, I just went to replug it in, it wasn't even plugged in the wall properly. Oh no, that is amazing. Well, fuck, maybe it's uh, one of your angels telling you it's time to go to bed. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess with that we should say uh good night and <laughs> it stay lifted. Yay!